90s now or then or now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hey, that's us. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I am fantastic. Adam, good to see you, sir. Good to see you, girls. Nice to be back again. It is. In full effect. (laughs) Rex in effect, in fact. Thank you, everybody, for finding us however you do. And uh, right out of the gate, showing us the love of five stars. You just, I'm not sure if you know how good five stars feels. Just trust me. They do. (laughs) Trust me, when you hit the five stars, it feels good over here. Uh, Which we appreciate. Yes, very much. We uh, tackle all things 90s, some things now, and bring them all together as 90s now. You see, it's sort of built into the title. (laughs) Sharon's just proud of herself because she came up with the title. So that's That's how that's working. We don't talk about that enough, Cal. (laughs) Sharon came up with the name. I had no idea. Originally, I said, let's do 90 snow. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. If we just put an apostrophe and hit the space bar after the S, we have got a show. We have got a show. And season nine, which is crazy business. (laughs) So you started the show in 2012. Oh, man. That's such a while back. I was 22. (laughs) No, you weren't. (laughs) No, I wasn't. (laughs) Thank you for kind of disbelieving me. I was 18, though, and that's true. Holy. Oh my. Adam always brings us back to 1994. He's hurtful. Right yeah. in the middle of the 90s. Um, do you actually, Sharon, I'll ask you this, and Adam maybe could chime in for later of the 90s because he was, again, born that year. But there's certain <laughs> years that stick out to me in the 90s where you think of that year and immediately you think of the, the songs that meant a lot to you that year. Yeah, totally. I think that that's... Uh, safe to say about any decade, but certainly with the 90s, because that's the name of our show. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly. And wasn't, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm prepared to be corrected and prepared okay. to be wrong, but wasn't <laughs> George Michael's Fast Love in 96? It was, yeah. See? Yeah. So that's exactly. it for me. That's a go-to for that year. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to leave on that right note. Goodbye. You're like, I'm I'm done. <laughs> No, it's true, um, though. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it appeals to different sections of your life and how that uh, makes you feel uh, the nostalgia and the good stuff, sometimes the sad stuff and bad stuff, too. Uh, but I feel, Kel, mm-hmm. like if I throw a year at you, will you be able to give me a song? I think so. 1993. Oh, that's easy. The, the Janet album. <laughs> so, like, uh, that's the way love goes. If, again, you know... The whole throb, like for, the whole for thing. those of you new to '90s now, joining us for <laughs> season nine, uh, Kelly's just a bit of a Janet Jackson fan. Yeah, like exactly. Like, by just a bit, I mean a real giant fan of Janet Jackson <laughs> in the best possible way. Yeah, but it's funny because like 1993, 93, 94, 95 to me just had like amazing songs that came out, and I remember like thinking like '93 was just such a great year for 90s R&B, like apart from Janet. Obviously Janet's a era, huge part right? of it. But yeah, like just, there's just so much, you know, TLC was still um, doing things. They were kind of in between albums at that point, but like you were kind of waiting for 94 when they released, uh, uh, was it cool? What is it? Crazy Sexy? Why am I forgetting that? Cool Crazy Sexy, sexy Cool. Lo- Crazy, that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and you know, they were coming off of What About Your Friend and all that stuff from 1992 and there was just like a lot of um, uh, R&B groups 
like at the time, like mm-hmm. that you you know you were super into, and 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 really set the stage, I think, for R and B artists that came in the early two thousands. Um. So. Let me think then. Now, Adam, 94, your year of birth, right? Yeah. Do you have a song? Maybe your parents told you of a song from 94 that meant something to them? I wouldn't be able to tell. There's probably... Because it's a secret? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On top of my head, no, I wouldn't be able to uh, to answer that question. Well, you know what? It's pretty impressive even more so that you're, uh, that you're, you're into this show. You know, like... We can tell that you love the show and that you love the music that we talk about and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool that you're outside of the bubble, let's say, but you're super into looking back on it with uh, with the exact amount of reverence it deserves. Well, you know, I work at a radio station that where we play a lot of 19, uh, 90s rock music. Nice. I love 90s rock. I just don't know mm. what year it was released in. <laughs> and that's fine, too. You know what? There's people that that don't have that, that were there and don't yep. remember the year specific. So it's and okay. You yeah. know what's funny is because I started listening to all rock and all older, I'll say older music because yeah, yeah. I was born in 1994. <laughs> sometimes there's a song from the 70s and I have no idea. And I'll think it was released in 98. I, I don't know which decade they were released. And that speaks to the quality of the music, I think. If it can transcend yep. a, a genre box or a yep. like a little mm-hmm. file folder of, you know, intention of how the music should be or should be sold, as the record companies would have you believe it's the way to do it, um, then that speaks to the quality of the music for sure. Totally. Sweet. And the, like just even going back to 1993 for a second, like I was mentioning some of those groups and... You know, like Naughty by Nature, Jodeci, Silk, H-Town with Knockin' to Boots. Remember that song, Sharon? Like, it's all those ones. <laughs> and like SWV, I'm so into you. Like, there were so many great R&B female and male groups that just, you know. And there was that whole style with the super baggy jeans and the Timbaland boots and, like, Imagine you know being I mean? at a wedding and, uh, and the first song for the couple is Knockin' to Boots. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oops, we were gonna play that later. <laughs> and the parents dinner. are like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, and another um, song from 1993 that I fo- forgot about for a second, but then it came to me is a huge song, Mariah Carey, "Dream Lover." Well, funny you should mention that, Kel. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even is it know. Funny, Sharon. It's well, it's hysterical. <laughs> okay. that, I like it. I, you know, I, I wonder if we should segue into the Fast Five now and then talk about something else later because you've tapped into Mariah Carey. Maybe mm-hmm. I can say that there's a theme coming your way with the Fast Five. Ooh. Okay, I like it. Okay, but we'll put that over there. We'll put a pin in that <laughs> for a second because <laughs> I want to throw a question at you, both of you. Do it because okay. I know yeah. you. Yeah. I know you're uh, you're committed to health and fitness and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, are, we? <laughs> are we ever Adam um, used to be when he played tennis how about your workout playlist song pick one from the 90s that's going to make you run just a little bit faster can I give you two that are legit always played when I work out yes and for like the last 15 years um, I will always listen to Gypsy Woman from Crystal Waters nice. that is and I have like she's three homeless or four... she's yeah. got no home <laughs> no uh <laughs> There's like three or four different mixes that I have in my MP3 player that that I sort of shuttle between. So I will always listen to that when I'm working out every single time. And uh, with CC Penniston, it's usually we got a love thing. 
Oh, yes. Like, like, that's, that's, uh, and, and there's no question that at some point when I'm working out that a, a Crystal Waters or a CC Penison song will play. Perfect. Like when I'm working out, I cannot work out without them. Okay, I'm going to throw one at you, Kel. Go ahead. Adam, be ready to take notes. This is one you should know. All right. Tracy Spencer and This House. Oh, vintage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, vintage good times. It's, oh, it's, you know what? It's just one of those ones that you should know. One hit wonder, right? Yep, yep. Uh, but what a hit to have. Holy moly. Just great charge. It opened up the 90s, so it precedes you, Adam, by a few years. But That's uh, all right. But 1990 was a sweet year for great music. These whole, all the years of the 90s. That's why we focused our show on it, on 90s now. Uh, Kel, mm-hmm. can I segue? Or well, you didn't tell me your song. Is that your song that's, then? That well, is that's your song one of Trace? them. I think that we can okay. probably sprinkle this conversation over the course of many shows. Probably. I like that conversation. It could be our uh, workout playlist song. Go! <laughs> Adam, do you have <laughs> one? Um, I have a bunch of songs. Again, I don't know if they're, <laughs> if they're from the 90s. It's going to be Stairway to Heaven. Are Wait they from 84? <laughs> Are they from 2006? Well, this I could, be, no this could be a learning <laughs> moment. Let's see. Um, I'll go for um, Two Princes, Spin Doctors. Nice. Is, oh, that's is that from good. the 90s? Totally. Love that song. Gets me going. Gets me running fast. Very good. And you know who else loves that song? Who does? Kentucky Shane. What? That's right. He's our one prince of the two princes. And he actually um, takes us with him as is his exercise music. Yeah. When he walks. 90s Now is his, uh, his jam, if you will. His we jam. are his jam. Yeah. I wonder how much we get his heart rate up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully a little bit higher if we've given him a shout out. Thanks, Shane. Oh, my God. It's true. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's such a great song to get Jack to. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, Two Princes, forget it. <laughs> two Princes, forget it. Forget it. It's, forget about the two of them. It's forget business. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to get into the Fast Five? I do. Do you? Sorry, I should rephrase. Do you want to get into the Fast Five? <laughs> Yay. I thought that I'd cover... Uh, Five great Mariah Carey moments in music. Oh, nice. Nice. I know. And you'll f- quickly see that it's not just five. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do it this way. Uh, and obviously, while she remains on fire, Mariah and the 90s, that was like that whole decade. That's that's her jam. She We got to see her flourish musically, occasionally flounder personally, um, maybe overdoing the diva. But the good news is is which covers the now part of this show <laughs> is that she's leveled off she's living her best life and we still get great music for her so for the fast five or from her i should say um i'm gonna pick the lead off single from her self-titled debut vision of love oh, oh my gosh now kel i'm not so sure good. if you were able to see her performance on the today show back in 1990 to the today show a morning television show there's no audience in 1990, I don't think there's one now, but it's in studio. Mariah comes on. She looks beautiful. She sings a song. It's a jaw-dropping moment. And when she's done, there's an eruption of applause. From the staff? From the staff. The, the, the crew. From whoever the was there. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. Um, you know, the fun thing about that album, too, that takes us back to the beginning of summertime 1990, um, is that... Uh, it also had Someday and Love Takes Time, which were instantly vintage for Mariah Carey. Now, number two, Kel? 
Adam, Adam. Music Box. Oh, yeah. Now, this album had the daunting task of having to follow that huge debut, and it did just fine. Opening with Dream Lover, which sets the tone for a comfortable-in-her-range approach. FYI, her range is insane. (laughs) Um, But this was the album that gave us Hero, which still inspires. Also, she covered a Nilsson classic from the 70s called Without You, with great respect to the original, but enough Mariah on it to make it her own. Man, oh man. Remember that song, Kel? I do remember it. It's one of those songs, honestly, Adam, that you hear it and you're like, I think I can hit those notes too. <laughs> and, you, and, and then you can't. <laughs> and then you can't. And so on you go. Just turn it louder, then nobody else will hear you. Uh, number three, Butterfly. Oh, yeah. That's your jam, isn't it? Uh, that or no, I'll... your jam is, is it Honey? Yeah, exactly. Okay. To my ear, that song from her sixth album, I'm, that album obviously ta- uh, tapped into her hip-hop possibilities, Puffy, Missy Elliott, and a load more of collaborators to expand her reach. But to my ear, Honey does it. Solid groove for the time. She also covered Prince on that album, too, with the beautiful ones. She's mm. good at doing the covers, too, and paying, like I said, proper respect to the original, but certainly making it very Mariah. Uh, of course, you cannot mention a Mariah Fast Five <laughs> without talking about the Christmas album. Of course, it's relegated to playlist in December, uh, but you cannot dispute the impact of Mariah's Christmas album. Merry Christmas featured a sexy Santa-esque Mariah on the cover, which may have actually been the question to the answer of its record-breaking singles title, All I Want for Christmas is You. What do you want? You! <laughs> and Kelly, awesome. I don't think you're going to be surprised by the five, the fifth in our Fast Five, which is yeah. Mariah's Unplugged album. Oh, yeah. Like a favorite for many. But this was one where she did I'll Be There, covering the Jacksons, giving Trey Lorenz a big shot. Uh, it's also where she gospeled up Make It Happen, which might be the better version of that must have Mariah tune, in my opinion. What do you think? I love Make It Happen. I that's that's one of those songs that you just mentioned where I think I can sing it. Same. And I'm and I'm like in the car and I'm like, ah, tell you what. And, I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, ooh, that's pitchy, but I keep going, Sharon. Sometimes I'll rewind. If I think I've hit a bad note, I'll be like, back it up, try it again. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah, oh for letting us uh, feel like you for a minute. If- um, something I wanted to bring up as you were going through her resume of amazing songs is uh, obviously in the early 90s, uh, you know, super poppy, very ballady, all that kind of stuff. Once she dumped Tommy Mottola, <laughs> yeah. she went super hip hop, yeah. like, which you, you mentioned. But it was crazy how for a while, I'm not sure if all of her fans, like obviously her fans, her lambs, her lamely, as she calls them. Um, she calls them the lamely? Oh, the Lamely. Oh, yeah, oh, it's my. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is such a Mariah thing. Of course she calls them her Lamely. Good point. But, uh, like, I'm not sure if all the fans were on board with her going super hip-hop for a while. You know what I mean? Because it was so hip-hop. And, like, she had a feature with, like, like ODB was in her song. Like, it, everybody was there. And and even for me, I was like, this is very hip-hop for you. Yeah. And, and I almost missed some of her bigger pop moments and then she brought it back down to kind of I think doing both and it's it's worked out so I think that she had to flex a little bit because she's such a solid songwriter mm-hmm. um she had to flex a little bit to maybe differentiate between the path that uh, other great vocalists have taken like Whitney Houston 
Right. Like yeah. Whitney Houston is known for her voice. She's not known for her, you know, sassy dance moves or anything. She's known for that she can sing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a style of music so that even when when Whitney went a little bit uh, more urban, let's say, or a little more hardcore, that was sort of like, oh, interesting. So Mariah, maybe I think it was a good idea for her to tap into that. I say early, Possibly. but she really did it mostly or like maybe head first on that album, right? Her sixth. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, like, um, when she did One Sweet Day, which was 95, with... Um, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Like, that song, up until I believe it was last year, you know, uh, was the, the longest running number one song forever until... Because it's his so face. good. Yeah, because little, until Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus knocked her out. But, yeah, it was, like, ridiculous the amount of time that song was on there. And, again, just such a great song and such, like, I cannot listen to that song without crying oh, to this day. Yeah. <laughs> It's very powerful. So, um, yeah, there's just so many great songs that she came out with in the 90s. And it's funny. As soon as Dream Lover comes on, like, I crank the volume immediately. Like, it's, there's no... Oh, yeah. It can be uh, January <laughs> or July. <laughs> yeah. And it exactly. makes the day just that much better. Thank you, yep. Mariah. And do you remember the performance that I think was one of the first ones? Because you mentioned the Today Show performance. But do you remember? I think this was, like, her grand coming out party was... Um, or kind of in that zone when she was really breaking, like really starting to go, was the American Music Awards of 1990. Oh, yeah. Like she just, like she came out in that black cat suit yeah. kind of thing with I think there was like a gold band around her waist and she just, like like no one really knew of her before kind of thing. Like I think she was, you know, she was coming along, but like it's she still hadn't broken and then it was like, oh my God, Mariah Carey. And to think, like that's case in point of uh, the difference between access to uh, media uh, technology, things like that. We relied on television and radio and, uh, you know, print ads and things like that to get the music across. Now, like, by now standards, she would have broken the internet with that first album. Oh, yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Like, a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. 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 Love MC. And I love that, like, as you mentioned before, she's living her best life now. Like, yeah. I just, I adore her. And I, I, I think we've had this conversation on the show before, but it's been a while. If you go to any of her social media, because, like, her social media team is very good about, like, making her do stuff. And I think she would be doing it anyway, but I think somebody is keeping her on point about making sure she's posting and stuff. But anytime she does, like, a video, um, she runs out of screen. Like, she she finishes, like, whatever she's doing, then she's like, bye, and then she runs out. <laughs> <laughs> like, and somebody actually edited I wish I could find it. There's a... Um, Somebody edited all of these bits where she just runs out of screen because <laughs> oh, she it. can't she can't just say goodbye and kind of hold the the pose until they click stop. She just she's like bye and then she just like, and you know what? <laughs> Having done, uh, I've had to do videos for work and and live hits on Facebook and stuff like that. You're doing it yourself and you're trying to hit that finish. finish. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're holding a smile because you don't want to be a, a an idiot, yeah. And like you know, make a face because it's that that face that you don't want. That face yeah. that's going to capture and use as the uh, cover for that video. Yeah. That's so, so you just true. have to smile. So so she's better yeah. off running out of shot. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, it's so like it's the best. Like just watching her be like bye, and then she like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's got ants in her pants like something's going on it's, it's also like, good too that she's out of the room can't do anymore bye <laughs> yeah she's like <laughs> off she's the good. hook 
She's good. Oh, what a great show. Great show, Kel. Great show. Great show, Adam. Great show. I tried. You know what? If I were in a position to rate this show at this time, <laughs> I'd give it five stars. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. We should Do get it Mia. Now. One of our longtime listeners, Mia, should rate us again because um, she wrote like a three paragraph long review. <laughs> I think it was last year. Yeah. On uh, Apple Podcasts, which we appreciated. And it's like we paid her off, but we didn't. So. <laughs> Yeah. But we'd appreciate another one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. And well, didn't you didn't you actually purchase uh, butter tarts from Mia? Yes. Yes. Delicious. Yeah. She's a skilled yeah. baker. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're uh, one of our 90s now listeners and want to let us know how skilled you are in something pertinent like baking, let us know. Yes, we will we will, you know, kindly give you feedback based on yeah. you know what you provide us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so don't forget to check out uh, 90snow.com uh, episodes up there and of course on all of the major podcast platforms I like saying that and not screwing it up because it's hard to say that quickly say it again um, on all the major podcast platforms hey yeah. you didn't you didn't pop your pee you professional broadcaster nope. appreciate that <laughs> Apple Spotify uh, Google Play and Stitcher Radio awesome well thank you Adam yes thank you Kelly and thank uh, you and thank you everybody for listening wherever you do however you do we are happy that you do listen to 90s now still happening